Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10:30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. It's a good day to be in the house of the Lord. Living in the favor lane. Choices. Living in the favor lane. Favor. God's grace poured upon us. His blessing. His profit. His healing. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. James tells us. For example, the prodigal got out of the favor lane when he chose his own road. And he got back in the favor lane when he took the road that led back home. Can you say amen? I know I didn't have to convince some of you, but I'm going to do it anyway. Good example. He he was in the favor lane. His dad had everything, but, you know, he just was too happy. And he, I often say this. The prodigal made the worst decision of his life during the best time of his life. Living in the favor lane. And uh, sometimes I feel like Third John, the beloved, saying to his flock, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. He taught us to make sure the soul stays up or a little bit ahead of every good and perfect thing happening in our life. Living in the favorly. Genesis 27. A few verses from 27 and a few verses from 28. If um, in Genesis 27... And then we'll get back to the sides. I know. I, I think it's easier for me to ask your forgiveness than your permission. So if we can, uh, living in the favor lane, as Pastor Mike says, write that down if you're taking notes. Of course, we'll be on this, the Lord willing. And I don't want you to think that uh, every single person fits your profile. Last time here, we talked about Ruth and Naomi. Do you think they needed favor? Yeah. Did they find favor? Yes. Not everyone fits the same profile as a person. We take, we take what the word says and we, we make application to our life. And as you sit up at the table and you're nourished by the word of God, if that doesn't exactly fit your fancy, write it down. Maybe it will four or five years from now in a relationship or with adult children or whatever it might be. And, uh, this is another message where Probably 10 chapters of Genesis would be good to read, except it would burn my time. So read this from 25 to at least 35 as you uh, as this week unfolds. Jacob. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The first part of 27 talks about when he's old and, and uh, Rebecca tricks. Rebecca uh, is going to trick her husband Isaac Probably not the last one that tricked her husband. 
But this is an outstanding biblical, very famous passage. And so Isaac's eyes are bad, so she fixes him. He sends Esau. He loves Esau because Esau brings him game. She overhears this, so she says to Jacob, quick, you get Esau's clothes on, I'll bring them to you. And she made stew or venison from what she had in the house. And then uh, Isaac is deceived and gives the blessing to Jacob. I don't want to argue about what happened with providence and in the will of God. I'm just talking about the fact that this happened and um, unfolding in God's uh, redemption story for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But in chapter 27, uh, down around verse, Michael, 27, verse 41. See what happened. She tricked him. Esau's blessing went to Jacob. This is the word in 2741. So Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, I'm going to kill that brother of mine. As soon as my father's out of the picture, he's dead meat. And the words of Esau, her older son, were told uh, to, her, to the mother, Rebekah. So she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said, this is going to start the first fugitive for TV. You are going to get out of here. You're going to run for your life. I hope you've enjoyed the kind of mothering I've done because I am going to make the next 20 years, wedge years, you and your brother are not going to visit, not going to talk. I hope the meal was worth it. I know it's not that way in your Bible, but so this, uh, Rebecca just keeps on. So she says, you've got to get out of here you got to run for your life. Uh, now, therefore, look at verse 43. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice, arise and flee to my brother Laban. Oh, great. So it ends up, we're not on to all that today. It ends up that he, he jumped from the microwave into the backyard fire pit. Amen? All right. Then over in 28, the next chapter, 2810. The next chapter, meanwhile, see, meanwhile, Jacob left there and he traveled toward Haran. At sundown, he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stop there for the night. Remember, he's a fugitive. He's, he's uh, deceived his brother and his mother was not mother of the year. And Jacob found a stone to rest his head against and laid down to sleep. And as Jacob slipped, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from the earth up to heaven. And he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. At the top of the stairway stood who? The Lord. Quote, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham and the God of your father Isaac. The ground you are lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions to the west and east, north and south. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. What's more, I am with you. <laughs> I know, but this is God. <laughs> What's more, I am with you. I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. Well, you could decoupage that. Let's make that ours today. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep, hit the alarm button. You know, surely the Lord is in this place. I wasn't even aware of it. Not the thief, deceiver, cheat I am. Why would God be with me? You know what I mean? Verse 17 but he was also afraid and said, what an awesome place this is. I love church today. It is, 
It is none other than the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. And I'm preacher, I'm elder, I'm going to take the offering. I am the man in charge of this place. It's the house of God. The next morning, Jacob got up very early. He took the stone that he had rested his head against, mypillow.com, and he set it He set it upright as a memorial pillar. Then he poured olive oil on it. He learned how to, Sunday school taught him how to worship. Can you say amen? He named that place Bethel, which means house of God, although it was previously named Luz, which didn't mean house of God. So he changed the name. Look at this. This is my point right now. 2820, then Jacob made a vow. He made a promise. If God will indeed be with me and protect me, especially from my brother. (laughs) If God will indeed be with me and protect me on this journey, and if he will provide me with food and clothing, underline this all, and if I return safely to my father's house, then the Lord will certainly be my God. And as this memorial pillar I have set up will become a place for worshiping God, and I will present to God a tenth of everything he gives me. Can you say amen? A lot of good stuff right there, but let's use that as a springboard. Living in the favor lane. Living in the favor lane. We desire that God makes our way prosperous and crowns us with good success. I love that title, Flourish, and the meeting the sweet sisters had the other night. I have a verse from Hebrews 11. and It's amazing how God's sweet word doesn't go into all the family details. How many of you are happy for that? And Larry Mulkey, the middle child till 1958 of Clarence and Dorothy Mulkey. God bless you, Larry Mulkey. You've been a fairly good boy. Enter into the joy of the Lord. I don't want anyone around the screenshot when he starts talking to me in heaven. You know what? Look at this verse. Can you believe this? Read it with me. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshiped, leaning upon the top of his staff. If you only had a New Testament, you think, man, what a guy. He's in, the, he's in that power chapter. You know, the power. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Captain Ohio. He's in the Hall of Fame in Hebrews 11. All right, let's go for these few moments. Isaac loved Esau, and I think that verse says, because he brought him game. I mean, if ever a father and mother needed to go to Dobson for a month. No, I didn't didn't mean you several of you pointed your, no, I'm not talking about you. Talking about Isaac and Rebecca. Isaac loved Esau because he brought him what was savory to his flesh. You know, like the dad likes a particular son because they both work on the engine together. You know, the light bulb in the garage and the insects come and go and he's dropping the oil, dropping the pan. I'm saying words I have no idea what they mean. At my age, when I say drop the pan, I'm not usually talking oil. So much for Jiffy Lube on a Sunday morning. (laughs) Hallelujah. Visiting angels. Anyway. Anyway. Isaac loved Esau 
And Rebecca loved Jacob. Everybody will be happy over there. I gave you the address. 25 to 35, it's drama. 25 to 49 of Genesis talks about Jacob, his family. And Genesis 35 to 50 talks about Joseph. Jacob. We're not going there today. That made a coat of many colors for Joseph. He picked up on some bad traits on prejudice, didn't he? On favoritism. So, um, moving right along. Jacob and Esau were raised by parents. Read what I've underlined. Covenant parents who showed favoritism. Now, I know, sweet flock, you're so precious. I love you so much. But some of us right now are stepping in, not the, not the primary guardian, but maybe the secondary guardian too. You know, Max and Emily and Ella, Remington, I forgot the other names. <laughs> Remington, Max, anyway, are you with me today? You're not happy you came to church. Are you happy you came to church? Covenant parents. Abraham, Isaac, there you go. Isaac, Rebecca, and then Jacob. I just want to settle in a little bit. Now, there's not a lot you can do as a secondary. As a primary, you sometimes have to back up, exhale, pray, because you, I know you've heard me say, and maybe some of you think of that, with children and grandchildren, we have, I was going to say proclivity, but I need Jill to look up that word for me on Friday morning. As parents and grandparents, come on, the way we are wired and they are wired and their expressions, sometimes there's a, there's a closeness that does not exist in all the children and especially the grandchildren. We say we love them all. Why do you think the Bible says God lives among the praises of his people? He didn't just say he lives among his people. Well, we know that's a problem. But you praise the Lord. He can work through those who praise him. You praise the Lord. Pray without ceasing. Rejoice every more. You know, that either that inner out of the spirit, the prayer language. You know, you're going to feel a intimacy, a closeness to the Heavenly Father. Can I just get an amen? amen? But... To express or show favoritism, such as Isaac and Esau did. Um, and I realize I could be 20 years, I, I know, I know, 20 years behind when our full flock and all ages were here. But it's still good for us to know. Amen? Be a loving grandparent. It takes effort sometimes to express what is best for a child that you are still retail raising until they're released, perhaps, in their life as an adult child, and still come alongside and love them, and be careful not to offer sometimes unsolicited advice. And I'm not saying this for any other reason except to show you the mercy of our three daughters. All the benefit and the praise goes to Grace and to Pa, their, their grandparents, John and Velma. But I'll tell you, one day I'm... I realized just a few days ago, you know what? Today, this tape, from morning till sunset, 
all three of my daughters, everywhere, all over, wherever they were in America, they called me. Wow. When they did, I asked them why their routing number didn't work with the ATM. No, no, no. no. My children have modeled forgiveness toward me. I realize my caboose is my Benjamin, but I love and would not do anything less for her two older sisters. Ministers are not perfect. We're just forgiven and a lot of times more forgiven than you'd ever realize. Jacob and Esau were raised by parents, covenant parents who showed favoritism. Okay, we're going to get to several major bullet points here today. Living in the favor lane. Jacob's mother, Rebecca, kind of, I realize I said this. Jacob's mother, Rebecca, protected Jacob while his father loved game Esau brought from hunting. All right, let's go to church. Jacob, finding favor, finding the favor lane when your family puts you on the wrong path. Is that not worth coming to church for? Now, remember what I said 18 and a half minutes ago? Not every theme, we're talking about living in the favor lane. You know, I couldn't really identify with Naomi and Ruth. I could love the way the principles that they both used and the chast and the biblical way that Boaz was reeled in. Take his blanket off at midnight. Lay perpendicular when his toes get cold. Stab him. No. My heart goes out. Seriously out. No one would enter the ministry without some sense of empathy for people that have it tough. Finding the favor lane when your family puts you on the wrong path. And I want to stand and give God thanksgiving for Clarence and Dorothy, my parents. On the evening of the most horrendous accident that could happen, my father had Dennis, not my close friend Dennis, but my brother Dennis, precious, two years older than me. My family had Dennis, Larry, and then Cheryl. And he always called her his sugar. Wrapping her up in a blanket off the pavement of 101. What thoughts were going through the father of a three-year-old? By six and seven, she held the house, full house spellbound with her dramatic portrayals of biblical dramas. I'm thankful my parents were not perfect, but they raised me in the way I should go. When I veered from the favor lane, it wasn't because I didn't know what to do. It was because the world of flesh and the devil and Mulkey. Are you tracking with me today? But often I have witnessed in youth group, in life, and since serving, finding the favor lane when your family has put you on the wrong path. You know who the poster boy for that is? Jacob. Look at the situation he's in. He steals, cheats, deceives his brother several times. His mother says, get out of town and don't use the internet. Don't let anybody know your phone. Just get out of town. Go to work. My brother will save you. All right. We know about how he switched things on Jacob. 
Finding the favor lane when your family puts you on the wrong path. I salute, I congratulate, and give God glory for every one of you that kind of wobbled into the kingdom, realized Christ Jesus and his word was a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway. And your testimony is you've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. I congratulate you. All right, now, please bear with me. I'm going to give you this point. Um, Often, leaving a dysfunctional family is the first requirement to living in the favor lane. Brother Moki, you always talk about loving parents. Just saying. Just saying. For those of us that never had to leave a dysfunctional family, maybe we survived. Huh? May have survived, but we still found the favor lane. Glory be to Jesus. Every good and perfect gift God bestows upon us, finances, spiritually, relationally, health-wise, vocationally. Amen? Amen. I'll say it for you. But often, leaving a dysfunctional family is the first requirement to living in the favor lane. My father was not raised in a house as he raised his children. Orphaned as a teenager. Sometimes it takes a Google map to find the favor lane. And you don't need to hear another story about how Grace said, put this in Google map, and I end up in Bend when I want to go to Salem. Come on, come on. Yeah. And she says, you don't use ways. How'd you get it? I said, I used ways. She says, you don't use ways. Use this map over here. Brothers, wasn't it a glorious millennial time when all we had was our wives to give us directions? Yeah. Oh, the good old days. What? This looks like the shopping mall. I thought we were, yeah, anyway. Like my father, he found and he set his eyes on an older sister. After the war, he visited a foxhole more often than Hogan Heroes, I'm telling you. And in the foxhole, he prayed more prayers than a high church attendee every Sunday. But he found the favor lane when his second son was born. And he realized, I'm not fine visual. I'm going to go back to what the word says and raise my children in the way that they should go. Here is a favor magnet to live in the favor lane. When Jacob, with all his Jacob, I said when Jacob, with all his Jacob, was alone, oh my, oh this is good for me. It's good for me to practice. When Here's a favor magnet. When Jacob, with all his Jacob, was left alone, Jacob did not ignore God. He spoke and communicated with the Lord God. I think God's in this place. Yeah, yesterday, I was running for my life, and now what's going to happen to me? I, I've been face-to-face with God. 
maybe all those legalistic requirements of what you have to do before God will talk to you aren't true after all. You pray for your loved one as a covenant believer. God puts a GPS on them the same way. What? I think God's in this place. I'm going to fill out that visitor's form, start paying tithes, everything I make. I'm good. I like this house of God. I want to tell you this. I want to tell you this. See, it's easy because you're, you're, you're a preacher and you, you, you know, and we're, we're you. You want people to come to church? Of course, but a favor magnet. Take your alone time and don't use it as a repellent to God. Use it as a magnet to God. Now, right away, I want to tell you, anybody, we go down to uh, the rescue mission, or go to crossroads, either place. And the fact is, no matter who anybody is or wherever they're from, if you'll draw close to God, he will draw close to you. And the wonderful thing about our Heavenly Father is, he brings all this stuff with him. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all of his business. Salvation, healing, provision, protection, rebuking the enemy, being our rear reward, being our guard, watching over us. He that keeps Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. Oh, I'm liking this favor lane. Was it because my dad and mom were good? Well, they were in covenant, but they botched things with you. Now you can unbotch things with your future. Here's a favor magnet. Take time when you're alone with God and speak to him. And Jacob, he didn't have everything memorized. He says, wow, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set up a pillar. I saw grandfather, Abraham. He would use oil and altars. I'm going to pour this oil and say, this is God's house. Well, your pickup can be God's house. Your office, make this God's house. Your Rolls Royce, it could be God's house. It is God's house. Or we wouldn't let him park in front. We let him park at Safeway and walk across the street. We don't want Safeway to think that they got them kind of customers. We won't be, no, praise God. What do you mean pride? What did I say? Make the cab of your truck the house of God pulling off into a rest stop cutting out 12 minutes of your lunchtime and saying, I just want to praise you. Lift my hands and say, I love you. You are everything to me, and I exalt your holy name on high. Whew. Magnet. Favor. Favor lights start going off. In the favor lane. I, I, I think Grace took too much of my time making announcements today. My time's running out. Well, can you, can you, Pastor Mike always says we should jot things down. In the favor lane, the Lord changed Jacob's identity from cheat to Israel. Jacob changed the name of Luz to house of God. 
God changed the name of cheater to God prevails. Imagine him being in a, you know, maybe a driver's ed class or going through a financial class after that. And they call him Jacob. And he says, aren't you going to tell me? No. No. Until they tell me, until they pronounce my name right, I'm not going to say I'm here. Israel, here. God prevails. If God prevails, fill in the blank. God prevails. God prevails. God prevails. Amen. Are you happy you came to the house of God here today? To talk about our own house of God. Yeah. In the favor lane, the Lord changed Jacob's identity from cheat to Israel. I'll put the address in there, 32. Living in the favor lane, uh uh-oh. Living in the favor lane gave a desire for Jacob to restore the broken relationship with his brother. I'm going to just drop that up. I've got 45 characters in the Bible to talk about favor. Uh, 44 counting me. No, I'm just saying that. um, But but I'm just going to, you know, gnaw on this. Gnaw on this. A favor magnet is to take time to, ooh, God, thank you. This is the house of God. Wow. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give to you. I'm going to, I'm going to respond with my tent. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Wow. Shh, don't tell any of the angels I'm a cheat. What? God looked and said, you're not a cheater. Look what the Lord has done. I said, look what the Lord has done. I used to sing it in this very house. Also, when I live in the favor lane, God will orchestrate my life with a desire to restore the broken relationship that put me on the run in the first place. That's a great passage. I'm not going to... It's a great passage. Such a beautiful, beautiful passage. Genesis 33. Such a beautiful passage. They fall in each other's neck. They weep and cry. Somewhere along the line, Esau was at least a Lutheran. I mean, it looked like. He wasn't the full-blown Pentecostal boy that Jacob was, but... He said, oh, no, I don't want to take. Yeah, you're going to take it. Yeah. Well, how did all this blessing happen? Verse 133, he lifts up his eyes and says, oh, no, this is, I'm dead meat. Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. No, please, if I have found favor. What is it? In your sight, 3310. Please take my blessing that is brought to you because God hath dealt graciously with me because I have enough. So he urged that, you know, you don't have to dig up everything in the past. Uncover it like it's a cat box. Huh? What about from now on? 20, 20 years, you know. Sometimes the water under the bridge is toxic. But why come No. No. Both these brothers get a grip 
when their parents didn't have traction. 20 years. What about from now on? What about from now on? Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my guilty soul found liberty at Calvary. A couple of points. I don't want to dwell on Jacob because there's so much here. So, Dysfunctional family kind of leaves me out there on my own. God comes, and instead of pushing God away, I'm inviting God in and saying, this is the house of God. Then God is with me. And skipping past the 14 or 20 years, I guess I learned Friday mornings, 20 years. Leah and Rachel and Rachel and Leah and Laban, you know. (laughs) I don't want to go, I don't want to pick up the past, but how often does a varsity cheater run into someone that's a bigger cheat than him? (laughs) Jacob and Laban teach us that. Now he's dealing with the issue that 20 years ago wedged him out of where he was at home. He's in the favor lane. God even blessed him with the animals, the livestock. He went out alone, slipped on a rock. By the time he's with Esau, he wants to give Esau all kinds of livestock. He was living in the favor lane. So today, today, just a capsule, a loaf, not a sack of wheat. If I found myself scrambling on my own or launched from covenant parents, I thrive in the favor lane, all those blessings, when I come close to God, not repel God. Secondly, when I yearn for reconciliation, not repeating every nasty, horrible thing that ex or that person or that child did to me. Can we simply go on from here? Both of us have enough tears to shed, Jacob and Esau. Let's go on from here. Let's go on from here. Sometimes my flesh, my pride, sometimes my pride says, I say, Ooh, I, I want a little, I want, I want, uh, yeah. You know what? We're in the favor lane. I want God's continued blessing, so let's thrive. Let's stand, and would you read these last two with me? The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations, and your family and your children and their children. May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you, all around you and within you. He is with you. He is with you. Amen. 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 May the grace, the unction, the kindness, the mercy of our Lord, the Holy Spirit, Help us all to apply this in our hearts in Christ's name.
God bless you this morning. God bless you.